podcast is now starting. All attendees are in listen-only mode. Hello, everybody. I would like to welcome you to Kaijin's webinar on genomics-guided precision medicine with QCI Interpret. Discover how easy it is to standardize variant interpretation and reporting in the clinical testing lab. This will be presented by Dr. Beata Litzenberger, the lead scientist at Kaijin responsible for developing the somatic interpretation workflow of QCI Interpret. My name is Shibani Datta, and I'm your host for today's webinar. Before we begin the presentation, could you please find the questions box on the right-hand side of your GoToWebinar panel and let me know whether the audio is working and that you can hear me clearly. You can just type in hi or hello. You can also use this questions box to submit your questions and comments throughout the webinar, and our presenters will answer these at the end of their presentation. If you experience any connection issues, such as you can't see the slides or can't hear anything, please type in the questions box. Okay, it looks like everybody can hear me. Thank you all for responding. Today, we are happy to have with us Dr. Beata Litzenberger, who will present how QCI Interpret automates guidelines AMP ASCO CAP and ACNG AMP with full transparency to the underlying evidence providing actionability and pathogenicity for somatic alterations in the same workflow. Dr. Litzenberger joined Kaijin in 2017 as the lead scientist responsible for developing the somatic interpretation workflow of QCI Interpret. Prior to joining the Kaijin team, Dr. Litzenberger led clinical decision support for several next-gen next-generation sequencing research protocols at the MD Anderson Cancer Center. Dr. Litzenberger received her PhD in molecular genetics from the University of Aachen in Germany and was a National Cancer Institute-supported postdoctoral fellow in the Department of Clinical Cancer Prevention at the MD Anderson Cancer Center. As a reminder to all, if you have any questions throughout the webinar, please feel free to type them in the questions box. We will address your questions after the presentation. Now I shall hand over the presentation to Dr. Litzenberger. Well, thank you so much for the kind introduction. So what situation are we facing when interpreting a somatic alteration? We have to understand the biological relevance of an alteration. And is this alteration observed in the patient's disease? Is this alteration present in the general population? And this largely involves reviewing various databases and searching these databases for the alteration and its frequency in the patient's disease can be very time consuming. Then we have to understand what is the function of this alteration and its role in tumor regenesis. And is there any literature that describes this alteration in association? with a patient's disease that might give you a hint that this alteration is biologically important. And the constantly growing number of publications proved challenging in keeping up with the understanding of the biological role of an alteration. Next, we also have to understand the clinical relevance of an alteration. And is this alteration relevant for therapeutic, prognostic, or diagnostic actionability? That means we have to keep up with the indications on drug labels, changing guideline recommendations, changing trial availability, and the constantly growing number of primary articles 
that provide insight into the actionability of an alteration. And further, one has to understand potential conflicting evidence in the literature and research the level of available clinical evidence in order to draw a conclusion on the actionability of an alteration. So all this is very time-consuming, labor-intensive research, which provides a challenge to a clinical lab. So how is it at all possible that clinical labs keep up with this rate of change? If you think that on average each month, uh, there is about one to three new cancer drugs that are approved by the EMA or FDA, and worldwide, about 250 new cancer trials that are opening and 140 cancer trials that stop recruiting. And further, the rate of characterization of a mutation has increased dramatically due in part to advances in NGS technology leading to more and more information each year that needs to be reviewed and assimilated. And the number of articles that describe an alteration in the context of a disease, an outcome, or therapeutic response has increased dramatically during the last past 10 years. And this increasing number of publications makes it hard for researchers to keep up with the literature. So what does this mean for a clinical lab when interpreting a somatic alteration? First, the lab needs immediate access to the most current information to assess the actionability. The lab needs consistent and reproducible interpretation across its clinical team. The lab also needs transparency to the underlying scientific evidence to support and to um, draw any recommendations for treatment options or potential outcomes. The lab needs simplicity and obviously a faster turnaround time. And also needs compliance with guidelines um, for a standard-based interpretation and reporting across labs, institutions, and the medical community for better patient care. The Cargen Clinical Insights Interpret platform enables labs to deliver evidence-based insights across rare and hereditary diseases, hereditary cancers, and oncology and hemato-oncology. The focus of this talk here is to show you how Kisa Interpret enables fast analysis of NGS results from solid tumors and liquid tumors to scalable standardized alteration interpretation and reporting. A Kaijin Clinical Insight Interpret um, is a universal solution, which means that it can be used with any instrument platform. So once you have done your secondary analysis to cause your confident alteration, you can upload the VCF file, copy number variation, fusion, along with the patient metadata information into QCI interpret. For somatic testing, the metadata information should include the patient's diagnosis, in order for QCI interpret to report only on scientific evidence relevant to the diagnosis. And the matching of relevant information can be refined with providing age to discriminate information relevant only for pediatric 
uh, cancer patients, for example. Further QSI interprets can be customized via a test product profile, which removes the time-consuming need for the user to enter repeating information and provide lab-specific customization. So what does this mean? This includes um, a lab-specific reporting method, um, test product code, which can be a catalog number or SKU, test-specific variant pre-filtering, and the test-specific customized final report. So what is Kaijin Clinical Insight and Interpret? Um, and before going into the details, I want to introduce at a high level the various features of QCI Interpret. As I mentioned before, um, the QCI Interpret platform enables evidence-based insights across a variety of different diseases. QCI Interpret is based on a comprehensive content knowledge base which allows QCI to display the alterations biology, reported clinical cases, prognostic outcomes, treatments, and trials for the particular alteration of interest in context of the user-entered disease phenotype. So therefore, um, QCI platform allows you to answer important questions. What are the biological characteristics of the alteration? Is it clinical relevant? And is it actionable? QCI Interpret automates standard guidelines, such as the HCMG and the AMP guidelines for alteration classification. And because this removes the need for time-consuming manual research, QCI provides the lab with a scalable automated interpretation solution. The QCI Interpret platform provides the user the option to report on alteration characteristics, integrate with lab-specific reporting policies, and integrate with other existing laboratory pipelines. So here on the right, you see a snapshot of the QCI Interpret user interface. So let's take a closer look at the different sections and how they support a scalable alteration interpretation solution. So for each alteration that is detected in the patient's profile, QCI Interpret provides a one-stop shop organized in several expandable sections for the user to review detailed information about the alteration in context of the user-submitted phenotype. One thing to note up front is that in the header of the QCI interface, you will have a phenotype drop-down. And that allows you to toggle in between different other phenotypes and QCI will adjust the um, information according to the selected phenotype. So for example, QCI allows rapidly assessing the somatic frequency of this alteration in context of this diagnosis with more details in the somatic frequency section. And again, the alteration frequency is dynamic based on the selected phenotype. In cases where the submitted uh, patient's diagnosis is a hematological cancer, the user can rapidly assess the somatic frequency across a list of similar 
hematological cancers, which aligns with the WHO classification. So especially if the etiology of the hematological cancer is uncertain, it's important to readily determine if the alteration may be rare in the patient's diagnosis, but frequent in any other common hematological cancer. The clinical cases from other laboratories provide record links of the exact variant from other database sources and thus saving the end user the time of doing individual queries manually. And similarly, the rarity in the general population section displays the frequency of the selected variant in databases comprised of individuals from the general population stratified by different ethnicities, as you can see here in the screenshot. And this enables the user to rapidly review if this alteration is present in the general population or in a certain ethnicity, and that saves time of doing the individual queries manually. So I wanted to point out the allele frequency community. It is a freely accessible opt-in Kaijin offering and provides another resource designated to facilitate the sharing of anonymized allele frequency stuff among laboratories and an additional resource next to NOMAD, ESP, and thousand genomes to assess the frequency of an alteration in the general population. QTA Interpret incorporates a variety of prediction tools and for each prediction, a red or black dot indicate the predicted impact. And this view allows the user to quickly compare the concordance or discordance across the prediction tools. And with respect to slide side variants, it's sometimes difficult to understand the function of those alterations, and thus the additional slide side prediction tools, such as MaxenScan and GeneSplicer, might provide some additional insights into the biological relevance of a slide side alteration. So I just showed you that QCI addresses the need to rapidly review the information on the alteration across a variety of databases in the context of the selected phenotype. And I wanted to point out again that the information dynamically changes with the selected phenotype. In the next subsequent slide, I will show you how QCI enables user to keep up with a constantly growing number of publications, changing indications on drug labels, changing guideline recommendations to a unique knowledge-based model. Before introducing our Kaiser knowledge base, I wanted to point out that at the beginning of 2017, the AMP ASCO Cup Working Group published a new guideline on interpretation and reporting of somatic alterations. And the guidelines goal is to establish common actionability criteria and categories. In other words, to establish a standardized interpretation and reporting of alterations across labs and institutions. The guidelines also highlighted the need for comprehensive and current evidence. 
Qtar interpret is compliant with those guidelines for interpretations of alterations. The underlying guidelines to assess the biological relevance are based on the ACMG guidelines, and QCI interpret provides the actionability classification based on the AMP-ASCO CUP guidelines. Because assessing the pathogenicity and actionability of an alteration is time-consuming manual research, QCI is capable of providing you with the QCI computed classification of this alteration. And the computation of those classifications is possible due to the Kaijin knowledge base. QCI interpret uses the Kaijin knowledge base to search not only through databases like Cosmic or Nomad, but also um, through the primary literature for functional studies, association with disease, and role of the alteration in tumor, tumor genesis to compute the pathogenicity according to the ACMG guidelines. And QCI searches also the knowledge base through the drug label, clinical trials, professional guidelines, and the scientific literature to assess the therapeutic, prognostic, and diagnostic evidence. And the science based on the available level of scientific evidence to each alteration a tier according to the AMP guidelines. So how is it possible that QCI interpret can translate the evidence from the literature to compute the alteration classification? And this is accomplished through a unique knowledge-based model. We have expert curators that have PhD and MD levels. They read the scientific literature, and that includes figures, tables, with supplementary information, and add each alteration, clinical effect, drug or disease association into a structured format in the knowledge base. And this is just one of the examples of structures that might occur in our knowledge base. So using NLG processing, the pieces of information from the knowledge base can be modeled into a final sentence, which returns the essence of an experiment. For example, for functional studies, or in this case, um, a clinical um, trial result from a paper. So unstructured data is consistently structured with semantic consistency in the ontology. And this is done across the various um, sources that are housed in our Kaiser knowledge base. And then based on certain set of defined parameters uh, in the knowledge base, QCI interpret is able to trigger the applicable pathogenicity criteria like a, like a PS3 rule or the actionability tiers just such as tier 1A or tier 2D. The Kaiser knowledge base holds more than 30 million findings. So what does that mean? Uh, those are findings which basically range from an observation between an alteration to disease association to alteration drug response association, stemming from more than 30,000 publications. And to ensure an up-to-date knowledge base, 
the content is updated mostly on a weekly basis, which allows us to cope with the increasing number of literature sources and the changing information from labels, trials, and guidelines. How deep or rich is our knowledge base? By now, Pisa Interpret will provide roughly six times more references and alteration interpretations than Klinvar and HGMD. With respect to the therapeutic actionability, we have more than 13,000 manually curated alteration drug response disease associations across a variety of indications that allow the user to assess the therapeutic relevance of an alteration. And this information covers alteration types, such as mutations, which include SNVs, indels, as well as structural variants, such as fusions or copy number changes, but also protein expression and overexpression. And that only covers the knowledge base on information on some of the most commonly diagnosed cancer types, but the knowledge base provides insights into the therapeutic actionability of alterations in more than 150 genes in 145 indications from guidelines, labels, and the primary literature. I wanted to point out that the Kaiser Knowledge Base provides worldwide open and recruiting trials where biomarker required trials provide access to investigational trucks across more than 410 genes and 530 indications. To assess the prognostic relevance of an alteration, which is of particular interest for hematological malignancies, the Kaijin knowledge base covers content on a variety of myeloid neoplasms. So how is this information from the knowledge base displayed in QCI Interpret? So what you see in the screenshot here is the variant list of an NGS result from a lung adenocarcinoma patient sample. Each tile represents an alteration detected in the tumor tissue. And the different colors, such as red, gray, or green, displays the QCI computed pathogenicity of an alteration. And the left corner, like a 1A to see, indicate the QCI computed actionability classification. The smaller batches to the right are informational batches and provide more details on the therapeutic or prognostic context of the alteration. What you see also is an exclamation mark, which indicates that there's conflicting pathogenicity evidence available for this alteration. And for example, this can be related to conflicting evidence regarding the function of this alteration. And we encourage users to have a closer look at those alterations and review the underlying evidence. So this view basically provides a broad overview of the patient's molecular profile and allows um, uh, various filtering um, on top of the variant page as well as in the legend um, to help prioritize alterations that would need a deeper review. So clicking on the tile 
will allow the user to rapidly assess the biological and actionable relevance of this alteration. When you're in the very detailed page, QCI provides front and center an assessment section, which displays the actionability criteria and pathogenicity criteria that are automatically triggered by QCI interpret. Again, the actionability criteria are based on the AMP guidelines and the pathogenicity is based on ACMG guidelines. The user is able to immediately review the description of the ACMG criteria, as well as review the underlying scientific evidence that supports each criterion. One thing to note is that the user has still full control over adjusting the pathogenicity criteria by removing or adding a criterion or adjusting the strength of the criteria and adding any notes why this was done. So that provides the user full control over determining the final pathogenicity assessment. So there's also no need for the user to manually recalculate the assessment if you have modified those criteria. And QCI Interpret will do this for you. To show how easy it is to assess the functional consequences of an alteration, the user can click on the info icon for a snapshot if this alteration has been characterized in the literature. So in this case, this is an alteration that has been described in the literature. So where is this conclusion coming from? So just going down to the assessment section, you will find a rule called PS3, which refers to established in vitro or in vivo functional assays, and then the user can review the underlying publications that led to this conclusion. Further, um, the effect on the protein section provides a nice visual on the location of the specific alteration and if it is located in an important functional domain. And that's indicated by the yellow bar. At the same time, the user is also able to simultaneously review the alteration of interest in context of other pathogenic mutations in the selected phenotype. So for those alterations where the function of the alteration might be less clear or not very well described in the literature, the association of the specific mutation in the disease of interest might be another way to shed more light into the role of this mutation. So in this case, the user has the ability to review uh, the alteration association um, within, with this disease um, here in the assessment section um, by reviewing the underlying evidence, as well as in a separate section, which is called reported clinical cases. And when you click on the um, somatic cell, that allows the user to review the underlying evidence and link out to the publication. So now let's focus on the actionability tiers. So all tiers 
that are applicable will be shown to transparently indicate the actionability options for this alteration. And for each tier, the underlying clinical evidence can be viewed and provide transparency in the sources that support each tier. And in the case of this BRCA mutation, there's a publication available in which the alteration shows plausible resistance to platinum-based chemotherapy. So what I want to um, highlight with this example is that relevant up-to-date scientific evidence has to be available to be able to correctly interpret the actionability of this alteration. And for the therapeutic actionability, the user can also go and deep dive into the treatment section, which lists the treatment, the associate level of evidence in the context of the specific alteration type and tumor type. And again, um, the user has the capability to review the underlying um, evidence for this association. And then this view allows the user to decide whether this um, single case of um, uh, plausible resistance has, that has been observed in the literature is also applicable for the patient. So the treatment section allows the user to choose the associated treatment and clinical trials to be reported out on the final report. And just to note that the user has here full flexibility to filter down clinical trials according to the specificity, the location, and the phase, and then select those for inclusion on the final report. And for alterations that have been detected in hematological cancers, GCI Interpret enables users to evaluate the prognostic relevance of the alteration in the patient's diagnosis. Again, the user has full transparency to the underlying evidence and can choose to include this type of evidence in the final report. After reviewing the information in the variance detail page, the user is able to set the final assessment of an alteration. In this section, the user has, again, full flexibility to report out the QCI computer classification, um, has the full flexibility to change this, as well as to only report out pathogenicity or actionability for this alteration. Before generating a final report, the review and report page provides the user with a summary of the information that has been marked as reportable during the assessment and provides features to complete the report building process and manage the review process and generate the report. So for alterations that are marked as reportable, QCI interpret can automatically generate an interpretive comment which contains information about the gene, the alteration functions, treatment associations, and that saves the user time-consuming manual research. And similarly, the user has the ability to provide a comment why um, this treatment was reported out or provide information on the indication of this drug. 
the um, change state button allows the user to manage the review process um, for the test. And when a report is ready, the sign up button can be clicked um, and, and, and any additional notes can be added. Last uh, but not least, before signing out the report, you might want to preview the final report. The final report contains the user set alteration classification, associated treatment, trials, and alteration details. And all this is summarized on a, Q on a customizable QCI interpret report in order to quickly understand the results and the importance of each alteration in context of the disease. So I just showed you that QCI interpret provides you with a comprehensive knowledge base that is constantly updated to cope with a growing number of publications. QCI interpret matches the molecular profile with relevant up-to-date treatment and clinical information. QC Interpret automates standard guidelines for alteration classification, which removes the need for time-consuming manual research. And QC Interpret facilitates decision-making by having full transparency to every piece of scientific evidence. QC Interpret results have been validated by various laboratories, which compare the QCI computed classification to manual expert review. So in a set of 44 patient tumor samples, the concordance was 98% between the manual curation versus QCI computed classification. Another lab highlighted the time-saving aspect when analyzing rare variants where they estimated where they estimated across 50 patient cases, time saving of up to 78% when using QCI interpreters compared to expert clinical geneticist curation. And potential uh, discordance that was noted by um, this uh, uh, university was mainly due to conflicting evidence from the literature in which QCI errs on the side of caution in providing a final assessment. QCI interpret results have also been validated in a set of 50 patients with myeloid malignancies, in which the concordance uh, was 87% between manual curation versus QCI computer classification. The conclusion of this lab is that there was no strong discordant cause. The discrepancies were due to scarce public data and an in-house knowledge-based database. And the automated approach seems to be more cautious and thus biased towards a more uncertain significance. And that this is a big step forward regarding standardization. Before concluding my presentation, I wanted to highlight um, additional features of QCI Interpret, which allows labs to further scale their alteration interpretation and thus improves the turnaround time. So for each alteration in the patient's profile, you'll be able to review the history of the assessment, including date, put uh, any comments, and who was reporting this alteration. QCI is also capable to report out automatically 
certain alteration treatment clinical trials. Um, that's done by a customizable laboratory reporting policy. A simplified reporting policy, for example, may include to report only on treatments that are FDA-approved therapies or in the NCCN guidelines, but exclude EMA-approved drugs or ESMA recommendations. So those are location-specific reporting policies that might be very useful when scaling the alteration interpretation. Many labs might already have an existing in-house developed bioinformatics pipeline, and uh, this pipeline can access QCI Interpret and the Kaiju Knowledge Base via API, and that allows users to keep using the in-house bioinformatics pipeline while leveraging our decision support application and comprehensive knowledge base. To summarize the key values of QCI Interpret, any lab can immediately adopt the ACMGOM guidelines for interpretation and reporting. QCI Interpret automates guidelines, providing every lab a scalable, standardized, reproducible NGS interpretation and reporting. Any lab can confidently interpret and report pathogenicity and actionability with full transparency to every piece of scientific evidence. So where are we heading with QSA Interpret for interpreting somatic alterations? We aim to integrate non-genomic data. Um, we currently have uh, capabilities to ingest cytogenetic events, but we also aim to include um, MSI status, tumor mutation burden, protein expression data. We are planning to provide a scalable solution for alerting to variant classification changes and potential new information that might be um, available um, in, the, in the bibliography. We also aim to uh, build out uh, lab analytics. Um, those are, for example, variant frequency metrics, the positive negative report rate, and measures on the turnaround time from sample upload to reporting to, um, for the end user. We also are planning to build out sharing capabilities and visibility into how other users who have opted into sharing have classified and an alteration. Thank you so much for your attention. I'm happy to take any questions.